Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here, and it is wonderful to have your company today for episode 268. This week on Toy Power, we take a look at all the latest news, and then we jump into a spotlight of the book Creating G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero, Volume Six, sorry, Volume 7 by Dan Klingensmith. And it's good that I'm an accountant because I can get the numbers right. <laughs> <laughs> Joining me today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Ben. G'day, g'day. And Frank. Hello, hello. All right. It's a it's a bonza week for oh, news. Dude. There's some crackers in there. We Should do we? this so often where we're just like, oh, there's not a lot going <laughs> no. on. The run sheet's looking pretty bare. And then like two days out from recording, bang, bang, bang. They do the live streams. They drop the stuff. It's amazing. Yeah. Now, now before we get into that, boys, I've Ooh. got a couple of things I want to, uh, okay. you know, some uh, news. T- tidying up, so to speak. Have to apologise to Matt Teal, who was on uh, last week's episode. So right. we had that mm. awesome quiz for us that yeah, yeah. we, uh, you know, we tried awesome our best at. at it. We, we were. Uh, there are actually seven species Ooh, of rulons oh, in the thing. We, we forgot the hammerhead shark-looking uh, rulon. <laughs> right. So I, I, I was thinking the uh, stingray version. But we of forgot course, the, 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 hammerhead. the hammerhead one. The very blue. We, uh, that's right. So apologies. So public, uh, you know, yeah. Retraction. Humiliation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and also I think it's, um, you know, time that we uh, officially uh, announce that Scott, uh, our, uh, it will be our producer ongoing yes. well, he's joined the, on. it, so. it, is he aware of this or is this the first no, time no, he's going to hear he'll, it he'll hear this he'll but. hear this okay so <laughs> <laughs> can, can he say no <laughs> no that's why no, we're doing he's, it this okay way. he's done so he's what um, producer now Toy Power producer yeah, is officially 100%. on the uh, the Toy Power yeah. So any, any of the video stuff that you guys see on our page, 90% of the social media posts on all the different platforms, it's all Scott. Like, he does uh, an amazing amount of work. He's, you know, and he doesn't, like, request to be on the mic, you know, when one of us can't make it for whatever reason. We, we offer it to him, and he's always really humble about it and stuff. And, yeah, he's uh, he's the engine that keeps us going. He's he's already sorted out our schedule, booking guests well ahead of time. Um, yeah, so it's official. It's a totally unpaid position, but you know, <laughs> we love you. Yeah, no, nah, awesome to have you on board, Scott. Officially, we we love it. I mean, he's a, a backbone. Yep. He oh, just comes in and helps out yep. without you know. He just rock up and be at your table at Toy Fair, just just helping out. Just like, he's that kind of guy. Yeah. Just uh, he's always there. So it's fantastic to have Scott as part of the team. All right, let's fire up some news. Three, two, one. Cue music. So what have you got for me? But she's got a new hat. Top of the list tonight, we have the Sorosic Warriors by Boss Fight Studio. These new line of sci-fi dinosaur action figures by Boss Fight Studio is available to pre-order. The Sorosic Warriors are a new line of roughly one-twelfth scale figures inspired by toys and cartoons of the late 80s and early 90s. 
There are four figurines in the initial wave, each with their own accessories. The design will f- uh, would fit well with any Ninja Turtles or Master of the Universe or my recently acquired yeah. Mighty Shark. <laughs> yes, Ooh, yeah. Mighty uh, Shark. On your toy shelf. So each figure is priced at $29.99 USD, which I think is a fantastic entry-level yep. price tag, yeah, you know, considering huge. what we're paying for toys these days. And the release date is not listed at this time. Pre-order is available directly from Bostite. Uh, studios as well as additional retailers. So let's go through the roster yep. and uh, I apologies uh, for my pronunciation. Ooh. We have a Creotopsin guard and uh, Trent, what sort of dinosaur are we looking at here? This green looking legend. Yeah, he looks like a, oh, what is it? Camosaurus? Looks a bit like yeah. a Camosaurus but yeah. that sort of with the, the frill but it's just a plate yeah, behind yeah, his there's head. There's no, no spines. Um, yeah, yeah, there's no spikes or anything. Uh, we got Mariosis uh, with a huge like, like Gatling, Gatling gun, gun, and yeah. he's definitely a Stegosaurus. Yes. That one is uh, plain and day. One. Nice yellow and blue accents, and he's sort of real punk rocker yep. type thing. Uh, it looks pretty cool with it, like goal hockey type uh, shield on his. Yes, on his I arms. love it because they've they've done it because he's got the spikes that naturally come from that sort of dinosaur, but then they've gone the punk look. Yeah, he's got, yep. he's got a spiked sort of pauldron, and you know the studs on his jacket. Looks it's, like it's a, well done. a mohawk. Yes, you know? yeah, it's very yeah, clever. A realistic isn't it? Lo- mohawk. Yep. Uh, we've got the Ray Range Brachion, which is a long-necked dinosaur, probably a, a, a Brontosaurus going by the uh, name, or, or, or a Brachiosaurus. A Brachiosaurus, yeah, yeah, probably. Yep. Yeah, he is a per- uh, sorry, he is blue, and he's got these really bright pink sort of weapons and things, yep. which you know. On paper, it might not work, but visually, it yeah. works really well. Well, it's like Slash from yes, Ninja Turtles. Good call. Yeah. It's his colours. Fantastic yeah. call. Yeah, so he looks awesome. And then uh, rounding out that gang is Triax Skewer. Squiver? Skiver. 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 Yeah, Squiver. And he's obviously a Triceratops uh, with a massive sort of halibred axe type thing. And yep. he's got a little uh, pistol on his side. Uh, they all just look so cool. They um, are very cool. Yeah, yeah. I think they uh, look fantastic. Um, I'd be in if I wasn't in on so many other toilets <laughs> already. So now they're a great looking line, and they've got like I think they've summed it up. You know, in terms of toys from the eighties and nineties, I get a dinosaurs vibe. You look at Triax yeah. Giver, and you get a sort of Triceraton vibe from Ninja Turtles. So. I also get the Denver, the last dinosaur yeah, theme song cool. playing yeah, yes. in yeah. my head. So cool. <laughs> I don't know what's yeah. going on there, but very cool. I can attest to the fact that the Boss Fight Studio figures are incredible. The paint apps, the quality of the figures, like the, the plastic and the feel yep. are really nice. So they're, they're like a, almost kind of like a mum and pop sort yeah, of nice. store. Yep. Like they're, they're very niche. They're very small. So you know, they produce a very high quality figure. I think the twenty nine ninety nine US is a good price for what you're getting in terms of quality. Yep. Moving on to uh, DC, we've got our first look at the Black Adam figure, a.k.a. The Rock. Um, we've seen the a full, a longer trailer come out recently, so this is a, a good look at the figure from McFarlane. Uh, gives you the whole suit head to toe, basically. Uh, it's got a really great likeness for that yes. scale. That's... If you take away their multiverse logo, I'm like, oh, this is the Hot Toys one. Yeah, yeah like good it call. looked Pretty that much. good yep. in the face. Yep. Um, yeah, it looks like a home run. I think, judging from the pictures, you get both of you. The cloak is obviously removable, um, and it comes with some lightning effects as well. Um, he looks pretty good. I'm keen to see, because based on the trailer, we can expect other figures like there's a Dr. Fate in yes. there. Adam Smasher's uh, in there. Adam Smasher, Hawkman. Hawkman. Yeah, he yeah. looks awesome. And so there'll be Tornado. Some more. 
Red, red Tornado. No, no, uh, the girl. Is what she called? Cyclone. Oh, Cyclone. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So yeah, there'll be more from this uh, this movie as it gets closer to release. I did see Dwayne Johnson with the figure in oh, hand, nice. and that's always a cool moment yeah. because. You sort of think these Hollywood A-listers wouldn't really care for this sort of thing, yeah. but just to see his excitement, He's like holding this, toy, I think it's great. <laughs> I think that's really cool because who wouldn't want their own action figure? Hundred I mean, percent, just such a cool thing. Definitely. All right, Toxic Crusaders. Oh, oh boy. my gosh, yeah. I have been, this has been my week, baby. Yeah. Like so, at the start of this week, we were teased with a little image of a fluorescent pink toxic barrel. Yes. Right, and 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 fans like us were pretty quick to say, hey. That looks uh, idealistically like the Radiation Rangers barrel with all these fantastic paintouts yes. and details yeah, yeah. and holes in the barrel and just, oh, so cool. So we were teased with that, you know, coming soon, um, you know, watch this space. And then uh, just at the, towards the end of this week, we had Wave 3. So they're sort of Wave 2 was obviously those mutations and glow-in-the-dark yep. versions of uh, variations of Toxic himself. So this is, uh, you know, announced wave three. We have Toxie again. So this is now the fourth Toxie in this line so far. He is very heavily animation colours. Yes. So uh, very, um, you know, straight off the cartoon screen. And he comes with all the one, uh, items that you've already seen, his blobby, uh, the shield, and obviously his uh, mop and things like that. And look, he's got a new head, am I right to say? Because he's got... Now three yes, heads, good call, and like yes. a smiling head yes. this time. Yeah, yep. more friendly. Yeah, yep. yep. fantastic call. I did not notice that. And then uh, we have Junkyard the dog. Oh, and he, my favorite. Yeah, yeah. really. Yep. Okay, yeah. nice. Yeah, I love him. Yeah. I love him. Junkyard the dog. He looks fantastic. <laughs> oh, two alternate heads. He's got one with a real sneering, snarling face, and the other one with his action feature where yes. the tongue rolls out of the mouth, and the tongue is down to his sort of past his waist, yeah. down to yeah. his groin. Well, as it should be. It's a long tongue. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And the, and you know, I for my Myself know how hard that tongue is to find yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's it just breaks off. Yep. Uh, so I went through a few junkyards before I got one with a appropriate tongue. <laughs> I think I may have got um, one of your non-tongue yes, versions, right. and then yeah. I, and then <laughs> I chase it. Looks, it looks fine, great. Yeah, yeah uh, definitely. With the yeah. mouth closed, but I yeah. wanted you know as complete as possible because I adore this line. Yep. And then uh, so that was your favourite. Yes. Are you really happy with it? Obviously, I'm oh, very ha- very happy with yep. the look. Oh, he obviously comes with all the. The belt Toy. and the, yeah, yep. all those mm-hmm. toy accessories as well, yep. like the bone and take a bite out of grime, that yes. little sign he's got. But yeah. he, all the toys came with a little glow-in-the-dark hidden yep. accessory yeah. in yep. the Vintage Playmates line. And he's got this thing that's like, um, I always thought it was like a stick with a nail in it. Yeah. But it's got, uh, now I can finally see, it's got the Toxic Times written rolled on the side. So it's a rolled up yeah. newspaper. Yeah. 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 yeah, with a spike in <laughs> with it or a spike, something. yeah. A, um, yeah. And then, uh, and yeah, he comes with three sets of hands and things, which is just ultimate. And he is really beefy yes. as well. Yeah. Uh, very, very cool. And then my favourite, my favourite is the Radiation Ranger. He uh, it looks absolutely surreal. Jumped off the toy screen and mm. into yep. the ultimate range. Uh, painted, you know, attributes to the high hilts. Comes with four sets of different hands. Comes with these glow in the dark grenades, which yes. are extremely hard, hard to, to get. find. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, especially two of them, uh, and just so cool. And and they've every picture they've got him in its army building. Yeah. like they've got <laughs> one really front cool. and center, yep. Yep. and then a couple in the background. Well, that, it's not such a bad idea. I know they they seem a bit more tentative with the toxics in terms of not you know putting out four waves per figure. Yeah. But this yep. is very clever because yep. if you're used to buying four. Well, you just buy a second radiation ranger to get exactly, your four yeah, figures. Yeah. Or if you don't need the 
cartoon Toxie, mm. you know, you can supplement it with with these Radiation Ranger army builders. Well, that's exactly so, what I did. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I've, I've already ordered it. I um, I've you know uh, sold my car and paid for the shipping direct from uh, <laughs> yeah. Super Seven itself because right. I'm I do not want to be waiting. No, you know, a year out. after other people have got it. So I thought I'm going to go straight to Super Seven nice. and order it straight from them. I don't need another Toxie. No. Uh, I want the toy accurate versions, and I've got one junkyard and two Radiation Rangers uh, in my uh, car. And uh, paid for, and hopefully on their way. Uh, twenty what's uh, next year, twenty twenty three in summer. Yeah. So. yeah, these were like I saw them and I was very very happy. I think quite often with the Super Seven reveals, I get an email. So when I wake up in the morning, I just check my emails while I'm in bed. And sometimes I, you know, oh, there's news, toxic, you know, yeah, welcome yeah. to Tromaville, yeah. and I'm clicking the links. Yeah, and I'm I'm just looking at these, going, oh, that's fantastic. Looks great. Love the junkyard. Love the Radiation Ranger. And that, you know, getting a cartoon toxic yeah. is a very clever yep. idea because mm. a lot of people will come in on this, right? Of they course. won't have yeah. gotten anything. Just, uh, I think even one of our Patreons, Captain Wow, might have been. He goes, wait, how is this Wave 3? Like, yes. To, to other people, those individual toxies were just sort of one-offs. They weren't classed as a wave. So to a lot of people, this yeah. is the fir- they consider this the first full wave. And yeah. you're right, they'll probably jump in. Yeah. And and one thing I sort of when I first in my hazy eyes looking at these early morning sort of was disappointed in was there wasn't or I didn't see that paint splatter which was very yeah, iconic but yes it's there it's there it, it's, it's very subtle, <laughs> it's subtle but yeah. it, it is there uh, it's not as uh, in your face as the originals yep. and the and the originals had you line up you know five radiation ranges yeah. and they will all be different yeah They'll that's all be right unique you grab my uh, junkyard and put it next to your junkyard, they'll yep. be different, you know. Because it's a random sort of that's splatter. Right, that's right. Whereas this is, I think, when I think about this, that's a very clever move, I think, because you don't want it distracting from the no, figure. No. Like it, it, th- those classic ones, you know, that made sense for mm. what they were trying to achieve. But this is, you know, that higher end. You don't want it to look like it's sloppy. So it'll be interesting. These are just at the digital render stage. So would love to see the, you know, final paint production on these. But very excited. I know Davey loves that, ra- oh, the randomness of that yeah. splatter effect. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if he picks these up because he's well, a yes. big tox- yes. Toxic yes. Crusaders fan, but sort of was, you know, he's not necessarily the higher no. end new mm. collector. So I, I would be interested to see what his thoughts are on this, but I'm very, very keen. And yeah, how can you not get at least two of those radiation ranges? Definitely. 55 each or 165 for the set. And there's already plenty of retailers to order them from. You've got till mid-July, I think, to yeah. Uh, yeah. lock in your orders. And I feel like their website may have changed a little bit with like a countdown clock now on oh, the pre-orders. Okay. It has. So, yes. yeah, yeah just, right. it just it's a different look and it's yep. got this sort of ticking timer to show you just when it's really, going to run out. Just to really <laughs> increase that FOMO. Yeah, like. that's it. That's it. <laughs> well, continuing on the Super 7 train, we now have images from Wave 4 of Super 7's Transformers. And these are, as you may recall, the non-transforming 7-inch action figure versions, much like Action Masters of the early mm, 90s yep. by Hasbro. And now these are available to pre-order. Now, we always knew that we would be getting a cartoon star screen. Yeah, because we've got the ghost version in Wave 1. That's yeah. it. So he is now part of the Wave. We've also got Soundwave, and he's... It'll be interesting because Ben is our Soundwave man. So is Frank, actually, as we found out in mm-hmm. his. Soundwave. So there's a couple of a couple of mega Soundwave fans in the room. Comes with a toy head as well as a 
third head, which I'm not recognising. That is uh, from the Marvel comics. Marvel I comics. There yeah. you go. Yeah, so that's cool. And also, he had a red uh, visor in the uh, you know cartoon and yes. things, and then a yellow visor in the, the toy. Uh, toy. So yeah. that's so that's all. That's where all that's all coming from. And yeah. the third figure again. This is a three-figure wave. Is a redo of the Optimus Prime. And he's in his eighty-six movie, black and white colours. <laughs> yeah, he's dead. He's dead. He's I mean, dead. Look, to be fair, it's a little bit more than a simple repaint. He, uh, I believe, like he, the um, he's got the damaged yes. little antenna and They're that kind sort of, of stuff. A bit skewed. Um, but yeah, look, I, I got to be honest. When I saw this, you know, compared to the the reveal of the Toxies, where everyone's like, "Oh my god, how cool is this?" Yep. This one, you just sort of like. So in a three-figure way, we've basically got two repaints. Yeah, like that feels a little bit, a little bit underwhelming. If there was a fourth figure in there for, I don't know, pick pick any other figure, blaster for argument's sake, to go with Soundwave. Yep, you go cool. Two out of three being repaints is, you know, some people are a little bit cold on that. Yeah, and what are your thoughts, Ben, on the actual Soundwave himself? Uh, yeah, I, I, people aren't going to like me saying this, but too plain <gasps> Jane. Like what? it's too. I'm I'm getting used to now seeing toy uh, versions updated. Like yep. so, look at yeah. the high detail of the Toxic Crusaders. You look at the high detail of Ninja Turtles. Yep. You know, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And then you look an Ultimate. Right, we're talking Ultimate fifty five dollars mm. USD. I'm yep. paying for these, and it looks like a beefed up reaction figure. Yep. Like uh, because it's in that cartoon. It's six cartoon. cartoon. Style, yeah, it's yeah. the style yeah. they picked. Right. Yep. And and yep. I mean no disrespect, but I was extremely underwhelmed by this. But also on the flip side, I was like, I don't need this. I do. Yep. I am not. Wow. I'm not going to not um, miss out on this. I would love the little sound wave. Um, you know, uh, boom the boom box. Like, that yeah. that, that yep. to me is oh, yeah. that's cool. And the fact that his eject uh, thing still works and uh, laser beak can come out and stuff. I think that's awesome. Mm. Uh, alternate heads and stuff like that's really welcomed and things. But just the overall cartoon blandness of him, uh, I'm. Not a f- not, not that's not my wheelhouse, you know. That's yep. not the version I want. I think these uh, three issue ultimate waves are more palatable for the wallet, yeah, right? 100%. So I'm a huge fan of that. Even if it's two, uh, you know, repaints and things like uh, some people can just say, oh, I don't want Optimus, and then it's only two. Yep. You mm, know, yeah, yeah. I, I was uh, I'm I'm happy with that because I think it's more manageable. I think once they started um, getting out to like five figures in oh, a wave, and it's yeah. like you know, by the time you do the conversion and shipping, you. Three to four hundred dollars to get them to Australia, type yeah. thing. Like. Yeah, yeah. So, it, it, it's interesting. I mean, to me, the Soundwave and the Starscream are fairly ultimate feeling in the sense of accessories. So I, I take your point on detail. I, I get that's a stylistic choice they've made, and I do agree with you. Like I sort of looked at this and go, I was a bit like, oh, not quite wowing me as much as some of the other releases, but these, they look cool. Are these digital renders though? These are digital renders, yeah. so there might be a little bit of pizzazz that's yeah. added with the real sculpts but what i would say is you know starscream again three heads so and he's got you know the megatron gun he's got a blaster an energon cube and like we said with um Soundwave, he's got a cassette he's got his gun he's got the little boom box but then for me optimus he's just got the gun and the matrix and then the hands you know like that first release came with all these accessories yeah. but he just felt quite underwhelming in terms of the the extras, you yeah. know, there's just you know, no no alternate heads. To start you know what with. I would have liked because we mentioned it not being just a straight repaint. He's actually got the damage in his side from where he gets stabbed uh, by Megatron in the movie. He does, yeah. I'd like to see a little like orange spark accessory that can plug in there yeah, to make exactly. it look like you know just details like that. Yeah, because you're right, he looks pretty uh, pretty plain Jane compared to the other two. Yeah, he doesn't feel like particular. I mean, we say repaint. 
okay, we talked about the updates to the head and the side mm. in terms of the sculpt, but he doesn't feel like a $55 figure to no, me. No, 100%. Um, no. So anyway, that's interesting. What have we got here? We've got a, a mashup, Frank. What's oh, this? What's this, going on? This is from uh, two properties I... Well, one I really like, the other one I, I'm okay on. <laughs> this is a crossover between Transformers and G.I. Joe. This is crossing over our good friend Bumblebee, and he turns into the AWE Striker, who comes with Sergeant Stalker. I was about to say Sergeant Slaughter. Not to yeah, be confused by, yes. Incorrect. Uh, so this is the second uh, of these crossovers uh, that we've seen. He's officially up for pre-order now. Um, and he comes in at what is about $70 US and is due to ship out in November of this year. So basically we get the, uh, the AWE striker, which you think is like an open uh, canopy like buggy. He's got the big missile on the top. Pretty interesting to use Bumblebee in it's my opinion. It's a very interesting because choice. Because the, the, the striker, yeah. as a lot of the G.I. Joe vehicles are, very real world accurate. It's got the army green colour. Yeah. Bumblebee is anything but green. And when no. you do transforming, you've got these this weird mashup of all these yellow, the yellow head, the yellow chest panels, yellow arm panels. Um, make it hound. Hound. And I think yeah. that's such an easier sell, right? Hound or beachcomber. Because yeah, or Beachcomber. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Well, he's, is perfect. he's essentially Beachcomber. Yeah. Yeah. Albeit yeah. Beachcomber is blue. But, yeah, I mean, it would just be like a variant exactly. Beachcomber. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. I don't know if they're pulling from the Marvel versus uh, Transformers right. Marvel, uh, comic ah, book. Right. Sorry, G.I. Joe versus um, Transformers comic yep, book yep. back in the day where Bumblebee was the first person, well, first Transformer to cross over to the, the G.I. Joes and they right. thought he was an enemy and blew him up mm. and then had to rebuild him and make him into, and that's how Goldbug okay. came along. Right. Right. So yeah, I don't know yeah, if that's yeah. this is a big throwback or not, but uh, that's the only you know thing I can take away from. But overall, the sculpt and things, I think it's really cool. You've got well, Sergeant yeah. Slaughter with an O-ring. Sergeant who? So, sorry, Sergeant, <laughs> Sergeant Stalker. There you go. He's uh, O-ring, isn't he's he? He's yeah. O-ring, so he's you know full on retro. And style. so it's the scale. It's the yeah, yeah. three point seven five. Yeah, yep. comes mm. with a wicked looking bazooka weapon that uh, can mount on top of the truck. And uh, Sergeant Stalker can <laughs> can stand above, sort of behind yes. him on the shoulders, and use the gun as a you know like an, a, a shoulder cannon. Yep. Yeah, like, I just think that's brilliant. I and I I really appreciate the the thought process behind making these little subtle additions because they didn't have to do any of that. No, and uh, I just think looking at it transformed, you know, obviously that you'll see the cracks and things once it's a, a real you know production thing. But you would be you know unless you stare at it real closely, you wouldn't suspect that's a transforming. No, transformer. I mean that's so. the same with the hiss tank. It looked yeah. like a hiss tank. Yes. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. and I'm not banning it. I'm looking at this in car mode, and it looks like a GI Joe car, you like know. a vehicle. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. yeah, like you say, it would be interesting to see the actual production versus the digital render. All right, moving on to more Joe news, and Hasbro is in full force with their G.I. Joe classified lines. We've had a G.I. Joe fan stream about a week ago. Now, first time that Hasbro has done this, so now they've moved into this kind of category of going, here's the digital render, mm. which means we're pretty early on in the stage, but, you know, like at least we've mocked it up and yep. designed it so in a 3D like, program. Yeah, yeah. They're now giving us pre-digital render um, teasers of figures that are upcoming. So they've announced Copperhead and Torpedo. So so they're really getting the figures out there in a new way, which is quite interesting. Well, we're we going to start seeing sketches eventually. Possibly, you know, yeah. I just drew this on a napkin. Here it's, you go. It's, yeah, that's that <laughs> brainstorming page maybe. But So no, we know we're getting Copperhead and Torpedo. Um, but and then when we go to the digital renders, they released images of Falcon 
And again, you know, like there was this pivot in the G.I. Joe line where they started off with these hyper colours and, and new colours and vibrant sort of looks and they got some fan reaction, they toned it back. And, and this is what I guess is the outcome is when they go back and they do some of those earlier figures, they do look very muted and yep. very plain. So Falcon probably does suffer from just being very another army green yeah army yeah. green with you know he's got a dark green and there is some camo in there but it's it's there's not a lot of contrast yep. with the colors we're getting now the marauders if you remember in the original line I, I believe these were the guys that were trained by sergeant slaughter so sergeant slaughter's marauders and they're all in um a sort of navy blue green and gray color scheme so i've got like in my vintage grg line i've got a couple of those repaint so spirit for example he's repainted in this color scheme right and i've sort of got them set up next to my sergeant slaughter so we're getting a marauderers version of barbecue so it's essentially a way of doing repaints what from what i could tell we're getting a repaint of the bat um not sure if this is an, an, a character from somewhere but he's a maroon bat with a instead of having the sort of um clear chest clear plate chest, yeah. he's now got this black with the cobra so he looks pretty cool mm. Um, the version of Outback that I've been waiting for, we had the Tiger Force release. It's odd that they announced the, the crazy yeah. repaint variant first and then this is probably the one that everybody wants. This is wants. probably what most yeah. people want. So we're getting the um, basically a repaint of that buck and he's got you know the white T-shirt with the survival. I think he looks pretty cool. And Cover Girl, she's looking very nice as well, albeit you know some, some pretty um, muted sort of yellows and browns and greens, but I think she looks very, very nice. Um, now, the Sergeant Slaughter, he's, we've, we've heard a bit about him. He's getting a figure, but we saw some more images, and one of the really cool accessories <laughs> he comes with is a mini Sergeant Slaughter action figure so on cool. card. So I think, <laughs> who was it? Was it Chris Wisdom saying he wants to go get a photo of Sergeant Slaughter holding the Sergeant Slaughter sort of classified, holding the... Holding the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think that's Perfect. really cool. He looks great. Um, <laughs> and then during the week we got, oh, and also I think there's a new snake eyes and timber so this snake eyes i find him a bit odd actually when i look really closely because his pants are brown so like mm. he's all black like the original snake eyes but yeah. he's got these sort of brown pants and that's off-putting for me but mm. that's a redo of the two-pack that was released not too long ago i was gonna say it seems a bit soon to be yeah. redoing that it does that seem two-pack. very soon but i mean obviously this will have a bit of a delay but yeah it, it does seem very close which is odd but mm. He's Snake Eyes, it's Timber that's going to sell well, I suspect. And then we got some other news during the week of a two-pack of ninjas. So it looks like there's a female ninja and a male ninja. They're, they're both in the blue attire. So the blue ninjas looking pretty nice. And as well, Kamukura. So a classic Kamukura-inspired design. Um, bringing the Ashakaji ninja apprentice of Snake Eyes into the modern era. So I think they might be... So is that meant to be Snake Eyes? Is that what no, I think it's no, his apprentice. apprentice. Yeah. Oh, apprentice. So right. I'm not really familiar word? with the character. Sure. But um, yeah, so apparently he's uh, he's got, look, the tattoo, the mm. Snake Eyes yep. tattoo. So yep. um, he's looking very good. So yeah, look, it's it's an exciting time. Um, plenty happening on, on the Joe front. All right, I might continue on now yeah. with some more news. Now we're getting some more reveals from Hasbro. And look, it's no surprise that the Kenobi, I think we've hit episode five yes, of the Obi-Wan yep. Kenobi series, one more of that to go, and that's proving to be an absolute treat. Um, enjoying that immensely. Something to look forward to, star-wars-wise, and have chat and see a bit of different, you know, actions from these characters that we've grown to love for so long. And yeah, 
See yeah. them in different uh, lights and things. Seen, seen a lot of memes. They're just like, oh, remember all those people who picked on the prequels, prequel movies? Look at you now. Yeah. You're loving it. Yeah, oh, exactly. They've, they've, they've sort of, I mean, I, I think those prequel movies have their flaws. Sure. But, yeah, it's sort of making it cool again. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a really nice kind of, to, to, to take a movie that might have been criticised and elevate it is is a something good that this series is doing. Yeah. I think so. That's that's really cool. So from Obi Wan, we're getting um, now. I think I might have blinked and missed this guy, but there's a character called One Jack, and if you can imagine C three PO done in black with a kind of like bug insect like head, that's a bit like Forlom, yeah. sort of a bit of like a Forlom yeah. or a yep. Zuckus kind of yep. head. Yep. And a bandolier across. He's got two pistols. I think one he was the, one of the one bounty, of the bounty hunters. hunters. Yeah. In the early episode. Yeah. Yes. Yep. yep. So he's he's getting a figure, and we're getting a purge trooper. So think a black stormtrooper with a red shoulder pauldron, and a, and like a almost like a, a snow trooper kind of I don't know skirt, skirt type yeah. thing. They the look back. awesome. I, yeah. I I lap it up when they come on the screen. Like oh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, just some of those. Without spoiling too much, but some of these shots where they mass a massive yeah. army yeah. of stormtroopers yeah. and they've got these yep. guys on the side yeah. flanking them. Yeah. It's just a really cool look. And one of the fan favourites of Obi-Wan, Tala, in her rebel, sorry, in her imperial officer uniform. Um, a lot of comments about the face sculpt looking pretty good. I mean, I, I don't think it's perfect for me. Like, it, it it's a nice-looking figure, but again... It, She's quite a uh, female physique um, yep. lady, and this is just—it almost looks like a male officer. Well, because sort of. she's because she's got her hair in a bun sure. underneath yeah. that yeah. Uh, imperial hat, and uh, it's you know it's it's the same uniform that the uh, the males wear. Yes. So when they you know line them all up, you don't see the distinguishation mm. of uh, yeah. female versus male. Yes, and that's probably right. They're all thin, you know. They're all old gentlemen. You think yep. of uh, some of them are quite old. Old in uh, age, yep. so they're quite skinny, you know. Um, yeah, so I can see where you're coming from, yeah. Uh, but like, I think she looks good. Yeah, yeah. nice looking figure. Um, I'd like to see another Tala version in kind of her civilian, fati- yeah. civilian yeah. clothes. Yeah. I think with yeah. the hair, you know, yeah, rebel, undone. rebel hair. Yeah. yeah, but no, very cool character. Enjoyed her. I like the actress. Um, now and then in the vintage collection, this is cool. We're getting a Darth Vader. And, you know, this is the, the vintage collection is a 3.75-inch, mm. more modern figures, so not the retro ones. And we're getting, yeah, Darth Vader, um, and he's got in the little yellow nameplate that comes on the card, Darth Vader, bracket, the dark times. So a little reference to that, um, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi speech to Luke back on Tatooine oh, where he's like, right. before the dark times. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was a, a really cool yeah. nod. Um, so, yeah, if you're a Star Wars fan, I think, and you're a oh, fan of Obi-Wan, yeah, there's going to be some cool figures to pick up. Now, just for someone that's not in, into Star Wars as other people, but does Darth Vader have a couple of extra lights and a couple of extra you know, things around his belt, around his waist? I think you thing? might be right there. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Don't get me wrong. I'm yep. just like, ooh, that's a little bit different. Well, you, you, know, you look at Vader's costume change yeah. from, yeah. you know, Star Wars through to Jedi, yeah. Yeah. You know, and they're, they're always a little bit different. They're, they're all subtle, but the, these two lights, yeah. sort of blue yeah. and green, I, I think they are. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, they're quite, oh, I, I like that. Yeah, know? and the yeah. thing I've noticed, or well, the thing that was most apparent, to me is the way he wears his cape right is it sort of comes down across the chest okay. so from the neck yeah. and down yep. rather than just hanging just hang, from the yeah. back yep. Yep. so sort of they've just tweaked yeah. it to give it yeah. okay that's the Darth Vader from that 
still iconic. Of course. But it's yeah. just, you know, yeah. like the lights, yes. a little light here, a yeah. little tweak here. And I think it's really clever to do those yes. things. Yeah. So I'm, I'm enjoying, I'm, I'm enjoying Obi-Wan immensely. Um, it's, it's not without its flaws, yes. but it's a, yep. it's a good fun ride on characters, you know, that we've come to know of and course. love. So yep. yeah, very Definitely. exciting. All right, moving on to Marvel Legends now, and this uh, comes from the Gamerverse series that they do. So these are actually a two-pack of villains coming from the Spider-Man game that was on your PlayStation 4s, Xbox Ones, etc. This is a GameStop exclusive, so take that for what it is, but we get a two-pack of Mr. Negative and one of the Inner Demons. Now, anyone who's played that game, Inner Demons are basically the grunts that you beat up a million times over as you sort of progress through the story, so... What we get with is it's essentially a guy in a suit, but their uh, motif, if you will, is they wear these uh, Japanese-inspired sort of feudal Japan-type masks. And, of course, they all come in a different variety. So you get three alternate heads with different mask styles, some of them with baseball bats, with a a a machete, guns, you know, Uzis, all sorts. So you get quite a few accessories with him. And Mr. Negative, pretty cool because he's – as the name would suggest, if you don't know him, think he's just a businessman in a suit. Yeah. But total, like it's one of those filters you have on your phone. You can just, just make it pure negative. Colors. Yeah. And so his his skin is almost jet black. His hair is white, and what would be a dark suit comes out extremely white. And he's got this crazy flaming sword, but the flames are grey. Like it yep. sounds weird to describe, but pretty cool to uh, to see in person. Um, so yeah, the other thing that came out just recently, just before this recording, we, another addition to the, uh, VHS style packaging cartoon, uh, Marvel Legends, we're getting Mystique. Yes. Um, looking very cool. Uh, fairly similar from what I can tell to the previous figure in terms, of, I think it's the same sculpt, but they've just done the paints, but she comes with a baby swaddled in sort of, you know, clothing, baby version of Nightcrawler, which I don't understand where that reference comes from personally i know there was a baby hulk in in some other storylines so i don't know if anyone out there knows that i've seen the fan groups have lit up over it it's like oh my god i'm getting it for baby nightcrawler who wants (laughs) a mystique like yep yeah so that will be very interesting to see that in a little bit of a segue to that, I believe on Disney Plus, uh, you now can now watch all the Spider-Man. So okay. all, the, all yes. the movies and things. Yep. But they've gone to the next level. They've added all the cartoons and things. So you can now watch nice. the animated 90s Spider-Man uh, series, the stuff, yep. all the ultimate Spider-Man right through and stuff. So here's hoping that the X-Men and things. Uh, yes. yeah, well, X-Men's are already it's on there, there, isn't there. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah X-Men's yeah. on there. Yep. So I'll yeah, take definitely. that back. But yeah, uh, it's kind of cool to see Spider-Man getting that love. Mm. Speaking about love, we're talking about Scott's little passion here. Oh, the Super yes. 7 Toho little. reaction <laughs> figures wave one. So obviously Super 7 have the rights to the Toho. So it's in your hats, Kaijuke lovers. Super 7 is unleashing a whole wave of Toho reaction figures ready to invade your collection. Featuring Mechagodzilla, nice. Jet Jaguar, Rodan, Mothra and two versions of the King of Monsters. Celebrate the Godzilla universe with all the memorable movie monsters in this first wave of Toho reaction figures. 18 USD each or 108 USD for all six and they are due to be released in July of this year. And I believe Scott was a pretty much shut up and take my money. He was. Yeah, it's a Godzilla it's, line in 3.75 inches. In so. his uh, scale yep. of collecting and, uh, yeah, big. Uh, and, and what a roster. I mean, uh, fantastic all round in my opinion. I so. have to shout out as well the card art. And yeah. Super 7, we know they love Killer. doing some beautiful card art. It looks great because each character, it's, it's not 
Star Wars card art, but it's it's heavily inspired yeah. by, you know, in the sense that there's that photo on the right-hand side. But very bold, blue Godzilla with what, what's in the background? Is it like damaged buildings or something? Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. You know, Going through red, the city. yellow, yep. blue, bright colours with your monster or... Or uh, what's that? What's the kind of like? He's like a Jet tin Jaguar. man. Is that Jet Jaguar? Jet, Jet, yeah, he's like yeah, I could right. count on one hand probably how many figures he's had. Yeah. He is just one of those obscure uh, characters. And uh, Playmates released him, and I right. was able oh, to pick okay. one up for uh, Scott and uh, King Kaiju Collectibles. Uh, Osti was pretty excited that uh, it was getting a release because you know he just always gets missed. Yep. And here we have you know uh, fast forward uh, now Super Seven are giving him some love as well. So uh, very very cool. All right, moving on to some very, very exciting Masters of the Universe news. The Mondo Timed Edition He-Man. It is probably the piece de la resistance. The, the definitive. Yeah. You yeah. Talk, you, we've talked a bit about ultimate figures. Oh, wow. This yes. is your ultimate oh, He-Man, let's be honest. Yeah. This is how you do an ultimate. I mean, this is a He-Man figure. that They've, they've improved now, in my opinion. I was... Never quite not, satisfied yeah, with the first sold. Mondo uh, he A lot of people weren't. Yeah, the loincloth yep. wasn't right. The face sculpt yep. wasn't right. Yep. This has corrected all those errors that I perceived. Yep. And I, yep. I, get, I got what they were coming from. They were trying to do a bit of a, a mix and a bit of an artistics license and all that sort of thing. They've gone back to basics with this one. And who better to do the back to basics than Emilio, Emiliano Centellucci? Uh, yeah. Yep. What a legend. Like, I mean, right. the, 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 oh, he, the passion. He designed it. He designed it. Yeah. yeah. Well I mean, done, there's other Emiliano. people yeah. that did this, the hair and the artwork for the box and things, but Emiliano poured his passion of, you know, 40 years of Master Universe love into this figure and it just, you know, blindsidedly shines through. It does. Yeah. yeah. Just, to, just to run it down. So the basic he man. So you've got the normal loincloth, normal belt, the, the power harness is sort of really tough and, and, and barbarian looking like it's really metallic. And then, and he looks, you know, the, the face is modernised or the, the first head he comes with, but it looks like He-Man. looks like oh, a yeah. really nice yep. expression. So that's yeah. your basic kind of He-Man. And then you can transform him into the battle armour, right? So battle armour He-Man, he's got yeah. a new armour piece torso yep. that goes over the top and it's got one interchangeable damaged H that pops <laughs> off, right? So there you get the, the battle damage. Then he's got the Thunder Punch He-Man red armor, so and again, cool. it looks so cool. It's so When's chunky. The last time you saw a Thunder Punch like well, classic yeah, thing, pretty classic. much. That's yeah, it. That's it. That's it. That's the time. Yeah. So he's got that. He comes with the cap. He comes with the shield. Um, <laughs> a glowing and, sword. Like yeah, a, and that's yeah, like, yeah, a, yeah. it's it's like powered up because you know the original yeah. figure sort of came with a golden sword yeah. or a yeah. translucent sort of yellowy color. But this is like glowing. Yeah. Like the effect on there is really beautiful. So he comes with that version of the power sword. He comes with a regular version of the power sword, the axe, a shield, and then three heads in total. One is just like the toy head. Yes. It's just like a big toy head. And it looks, <laughs> I mean, I think it's great Notice they've included not, it. That's not in the promo shot. No, it's not notice? in the promo shot. <laughs> I think it'll look a bit funny, but it's great they've done that because yeah, it is yeah. just so iconic yep. and then there's another a secondary kind of head with a different facial expression and he's got like a lightning effect as well for the power thunder, thunder punch, punch. Yeah. and he comes punch. with a dagger the little, yeah, the little dagger, dagger and a little strap onto his onto oh, his calf you go oh someone has done their homework and as we know that's Emiliano yeah it's it's a beautiful looking figure and I had a, a couple of people reach out to me on this Casey Hancock was just saying I, 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 what do I do like yeah. I, I love battle armor I love thunder punch and yeah, it's just gorgeous. If this, you know, it's funny how these things happen because for me, the Mondo line came out and I, I got the Mondo Turtles and I really enjoy those figures. I think they're 
yeah, there, there's a few issues with articulation and sticky heads and that sort of thing. But for the most part, they are beautiful figures, very sturdy, very hardy, and they look great. And then they sort of went into doing some Batman the Animator, which I love, and, and they just weren't quite hitting the mark for me to go in. And when they got to Masters, like I said, with the He-Man and Skeletor, they just missed the mark for me, and I'm like, mm. oh, I'm not going to go in on them. And they, they've progressively gotten better oh, yeah. and better. Man at Arms. Man at Arms uh, and Scareglow Merman. and Merman. Yeah, and, and they're sort so of like, cool. and now I'm looking at, if this had been the first, say yeah. they'd gone, yep. this is what we're doing. Yeah. I, I would have been all in on this. Like there oh, would have 100%. been no way. Whereas yeah. now I'm I'm like oh, I, I don't really have a lot of space behind, and yeah. I'm, I'm behind and, and they're 260 expensive. Two hundred and sixty dollars for one figure. That's yeah. a lot of. We should say this is one six scale. I don't. It's one six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, top. yeah it's yeah. one six. And look, and you could conceivably buy three. Oh, you know, yeah. to do all versions. Yeah, so it's an it's. <laughs> look, I always thought Mondo was good value because it's not quite or it wasn't maybe this one is but it was never quite the hot toys price yeah, yeah. but you're getting kind of like a, a hot toys equivalent whereas this is now pushing that that hot toys price and rightly so it is an, an absolutely beautiful um ultimate now I, I take it no one in the room is gonna get this well it was it, it's already gone it's gone 20, okay. 24 hour window you had to pre-order this i don't know if there was a you know a, a um an amount that that was there or not, yep. I, but I believe they've, you know, the time limit's up. By the time this is uh, goes to uh, air, uh, the time limit's well and truly passed. Uh, so good luck finding one on the secondary market yeah. for probably under a thousand dollars. Double it. Take yeah. So for long. All right, moving along. I've added this in because I just think this is awesome. This is of course the Fortnite GI Joe Snake Eyes Katana. Right in a world where we yearn for movie props and things like that, mm. yep. Fortnite are the ones that come to the saving Fortnite. grace. Yeah, yeah. Fortnite, yeah. Uh, because Snake Eyes was in the Fortnite game as a of skin. Of course. Right. So here they have uh, released a katana, and you know there are katanas and things from GI yep. Joe that you can buy, but I dare say they'd be extremely expensive because mm. they'd be you know high quality, probably metal and things. This is probably a Nerf uh, sort of hard foam, I believe, mm. without knowing anything about it. But this this would be mass retail. This would be cheap. Mm. I, re- I reckon this would be about 30 bucks yep. or whatever. Yeah, that's right. And uh, absolutely well and truly affordable to the, the normal person. No, it's not perfectly the scale, but <laughs> it's uh, mass produced. It's cheap <laughs> and it still looks the part without any colourful highlights or anything. That's that right. Yeah. It's silly. Yep. It's all black with the um, the red, uh, you know, sign that uh, Snake Eyes is so well renowned for. And I just think this would look awesome above your door, you know, in that negative space that, uh, you know, what do you put there, so to yeah. speak. You know, I went fishing when I was in my teenage years with a mate and his family. And I caught a fish and I was very proud of my fish. And, and they're like, let's take a photo of the fish with you. And that, what they said to me was they're like, hold it in both hands and push your arms towards the camera. Like hold it right oh, yes, out yes, so yes, it looks yeah. bigger. Yeah. This promo shot, yes. they've employed that exact <laughs> yes. tactic. This yeah. guy's like holding that yeah. thing as yeah. close as he can to the yeah. camera to get that forced perspective <laughs> yeah. and make it look big. I know what you're up to, Hasbro. I was like, yeah. where are you going with this story? How did we go from a snake eyes sword to fishing? Oh, there's always a logic here really? in this. Uh, it's always the brain. one that got away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. The biggest, uh, yeah. Well, one that didn't get away is, Ooh, is yeah. Mondo. Now, we, we did talk about Mondo. Now, they have been acquired by Funko. Mm. So Funko has bought Mondo. And it, it was a, a shock. I mean, I, I don't know. These things are probably always kept pretty tightly held until the deal is done and then it's announced. Um, interesting. So I initially heard the news. It was on the Discord. 
and we were chatting about it. Now, Mondo is it's sort of ostensibly a poster company, right? Yeah, like poster posters art. Vinyl records is, is was their bread and butter. We yeah. know them because of you know the figures that sort of interest us, but that's that's what they do. So when people yep. go Funko, like the you know probably second biggest plastic producer on the planet other than Hasbro in yeah. terms of Funko Pops and they're everywhere, have bought Mondo. It sort of seems, you sort of go, well, is this Mondo trying to diversify? Because, you know, perhaps, I, mean, I don't know the figures, but perhaps, you know, the Pops are finally dying out as far as sales. Oh, okay. I don't yeah, know. Funko trying to It could be them pivoting or sure. they could go, hey, we're looking at the figure stuff that Mondo do really well. Yep. Let's bring those guys on board and maybe they can start moving into the more high-end market. Who knows? Yeah. Speculate, discuss. It would. I was interesting, and 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 initially, I had sort of. I'm I'm always first impressions against mergers, right? Because I look back historically at mergers, and it diluted the the figures we got, the variety of figures Correct, that sure. we got. Like yep. you look yeah, back yeah. to the mid '80s, where you had Tonka and you know Kenner and all these yeah. different companies. You know Kenner and Hasbro. Now there's no real separate identity whereas there was a separate identity back when they were separate companies sure. so it becomes it all you know Tyco it's just all homogenized into this kind of big corporate machine so it loses something I think every time and and then there's not so many uh, risque ideas that's you know, right some, not everything sticks yeah. to the wall I'll agree but sure that for the, some of those companies that they all of a sudden the mud stuck to the wall and bang they've they've got their name out there yeah. you yep. know for, for that one or two lines that they produced and then they went you know wherever they went. Yep. Uh, so I just feel Funko has almost outdone itself with the uh, Pops vinyls, right? And I know we've had these conversations before, blah, blah, blah. There, You walk into any pop culture reference store, even Target and Kmart yep. and, and some of the uh, supermarkets and things, they've still got them there. Uh, and it's, I think they've you know grown too much that it's just it's too much. Saturation. Yeah, yeah, oversaturation. It's too much for someone to jump on and start a collection because yep. they're already a thousand <laughs> figures behind. Or, you know, if I was to start, okay, I'm going to start the He-Man, you know, Funkos. I'm, I'm already 60 Pops figures, characters behind or whatever. $60,000 um, probably. You know, I just I just think it's, they're getting to, they, they need to pivot and do something different. Otherwise, yep. uh, it'll be the Beanie, ba- Beanie Baby story, you know. Mm. But I, I think Pops will always be popular in the sense because they're, uh, licensed you know, sure, characters yeah. and things, and some of these licenses that they've, they've got, there's no other. Uh, yeah, that's right. You know, They're doing toys. You can't get any exactly, other way. You know, and they I think that's exciting for those fans. If you're yeah. a fan of the Golden Girls, for example, yeah. or something that is, you know, Funko do. Uh, look, I was initially sort of, eh, I don't know what this is. I saw a press release by Mondo, yeah. and they were very much like, hey, you know, they, they gave a really good explanation of the deal, and they said, look, we're still going to be doing what we do. It's just, uh, you know, we've got some more resources Funko now we've got Funko us, money but yeah. we're not going to change like our our view or our yeah. kind of yep. mandate right mm-hmm. of what we've got so that you know and that that's good that that's sort of there that they've been able to do that press release and it's probably got some credence to it so you know maybe it's it's not the worst yeah. news um that i originally sort of thought i think it'll take some time there'll be you know 6 months or so before when we start seeing new product from Funko. I believe they're going to still act as two separate companies. Yep. Is that yeah? Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see. You know, maybe this you know super special He Man we talked about did really well, and we get more of that, and you know, see what Mondo do next with mm. uh, Funko money behind them. Yes, definitely. All right, moving on to a little bit of video game news now. Um, but this is something we've mentioned a number of times on this show. 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, the uh, video game that is on all the platforms, has just actually launched digitally. If you want it, you can get it on your Xbox, Switch, PlayStation, all of that. You just go online, you can download it. But in particular, we had our eyes on this, what they're calling the Radical Edition, uh, which comes with more stuff than like, it's like two loot crates worth yeah, of it stuff, is. It's right? Huge. It's huge. Yeah. Huge amount of stuff. Also, there's a strategy guide, there's a, a VHS styled, I think it's a, is it actually it's a, a VHS? packaging? It's oh. I think it's packaging or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, a whole bunch of stuff. But the yeah. one that really sort of captured our attention was a, an exclusive uh, shredder figure done in the very much the vintage style with those uh, sort of retro releases. Um, Ben. In the cartoon colour scheme. Yeah, yeah, this is Toon How Shredder re-released. do you want this guy? Uh, like, I, the more I think about it, you know, like, I think it's, they were saying it's about $35 to buy the physical copy or whatever. You yes, know, I don't yes. know how much it is to buy the... Digitally, it's about 30 bucks. 30 yeah. bucks. Okay, so it's 30 bucks to buy it digitally, whatever it is to buy um, it uh, physically. And then $199 yep. to buy this, this pack. So, and it's this US. Just, I just yeah. don't US. see the value where I'm getting, you know, okay, let's say that figure's worth $40, right? Oh, see, even know. then it should be worth like 10 to 15 yeah, USD. Yeah. I don't know. Right. I don't know. I just don't but see the value Honestly, you, just, you could buy one of those retro ones, paint it up yourself yeah, and save yourself yeah. the money. Yeah. Like, like I, I see some yeah. aspects in here. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. But I'm not, I can't see where it's all... There's so a little the, um like yeah, arcade, arcade game yeah, which is which is cool. But you can buy There's them for twenty thirty dollars. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, it's yeah, it's anyway. Not. So like I've just you know not going to ever see this, let alone uh, have it in my possession. Which is I've I mean that, that's, come to yeah. terms with that, but still, uh, it's a it's it's just too much. I think they should have broken it down and yep. sold it. You know, hey, buy this pack, get the VHS. That'll cost you seventy bucks. Buy yeah. this pack, get this. That'll cost you eighty bucks. You know, instead of Hundred and ninety nine dollars. Yeah. Like yeah. that is just. I feel big. like there's a company, whoever is releasing this limited run game, limited run. You know that they've gone well. We've we've got them snookered. We've got them cornered. We've, we've got, got a collector yeah. focused mm-hmm. group that are going to want this. The game's good. Like if I didn't know the game was only uh, you know thirty bucks, I might go. Yeah, oh, look what I'm getting the game and all this for you know two hundred. Yeah. Might. Look quite good. It's a pretty basic when, sort of game. It's yeah, not like when, a yeah, they haven't developed a, this for the last four years, right? It's not a triple A title, which would normally no. just on its own run you eighty, ninety, no, it's not that. here in Australia. Yeah. So at the, you're right at that sort of. If this was a, I don't know, a Metal Gear Solid for argument's yeah. sake, that that sort of you're going to get weeks worth of playtime out of it. Yep. And then you want all the extra stuff for essentially double the price. Sure. This is not that. No. It's very much an indie game from an indie developer. And I think even the, some of the Australians I know who are trying to chase this down, finding it very hard because it wasn't coming to pop culture. It wasn't no. coming to any sort of retail. And it's essentially because these guys are a much smaller company. Yep. They're not an Activision or an EA or any of those guys. They don't have the market pool to get this to Australia easily. So it's like freight forwarding, you know, yep. do you know a mate in the US, that sort of thing. So, Yeah. Very cool. It'll be a very expensive set by the time you do all of that things yeah. from here. But it, now, just quickly on the game itself, mm. you fired this up, Frank? Yes. Playing with one of the patrons, John did, Caulfield. Yeah, uh, just, uh, we were sort of throwing it around in our Discord going, oh, here's my you know Switch ID. Let's just... Because it's, it's got six-player co-op. Yeah. And you can do that locally or online, of course. So who, who is... Because I haven't played the game, and mm. uh, apologies for that, but what, who are the t- other two characters? Obviously, four are Turtles. Yep, yep. April so, and Splinter. Yeah. Okay. And then if you finish the game, you get Casey. Nice. So, yeah. Apparently, cool. those who have unlocked Casey, they've just like, goes, 
Oh, he, he helps you clear it on hard mode. Like he's oh, okay. just because right. he's got the hockey sticks with the reach and stuff. Yeah. So you've got that sort of, and he's just bigger, better, faster than yep. your average character sort okay. of. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah, I happened to just be online at the right time, put my, you know, the switch friend code up online. And this was quite late in Australia, to be honest. I was sort of having a couple of drinks and uh, and our old mate John Caulfield happened to be online. But ding, you've got a new friend on the switch. And we played about three or four levels just you know, and it turns out it was just around that time when his kids had come home. He's like, yeah, I should probably go now. I've got to like, do the family <laughs> stuff. I was like, it's 12.30 at <laughs> yep. night. I should probably go to bed too. Yeah. Like, but we had great fun and yep. it, just, it played really well. And, um, yeah, there's a mechanic where if you, your character's down sort of thing, you can run over and help them. You is feed that it. right? You, what it does I was is wondering they, they wave was. a pizza slice yeah. in front of their face and it, like, you know, brings them back to sort of half-life. The, the sort smell. Of ah. the smell. Yeah, that's exactly. awesome. I love <laughs> it. Cool. And I couldn't be happier from an outsider looking in that this game is getting that praise, yep. that it's fun, yep. that the replayability, not just because it's, of, it's all there. The, you know, yeah. of all the uh, treats and things that you can get, you know, the level-ups or whatever. It's it's just fun and yep. people want to yep. play it again. I've seen a lot of, um, you know, parents playing with their kids and things, yeah. which I just think is so cool. The animation looks beautiful. Yeah. Uh, just a massive thumbs up that this is uh, getting the praise that it's, you know, the hype that it deserves. And it's so. got some nice deep cuts as far as the Turtles lore. I'm not going to go spoilers for those who haven't played it yet, but as far as the, the villain roster, you it's see all good. the ones you'd expect, but you sit there and go, well, they went with that character. Yeah. Nice. And the way they're animated and, and play, it's really, really well yeah, done. Yeah, and some of the features, like, you know, we had, I had these two villains I was just fighting tonight before you guys came around. And one of their one of their powers is like a burp. They do a burp, and it creates this burp cloud oh, no. that floats around, and yeah. it can get either the other right. villain because yeah. you're fighting two villains, yeah, yeah, or yeah. it can get you. It's like really, really fun, really yes, clever, yes. and yes. all the sprites are really beautiful. Like they're really nice to look at, and um, lots of you know good character roster. It's it's just a it's like you know you got you got the original arcade game. You got Turtles in Time, and to me, this is just like this the next one, the next level, the yeah. third, yeah, cool. the yeah. third game oh, in that it plays series. Really well. It's got, from what I can tell, they sound like the voice actors. Like oh, I'm wow. not, that, that, that's yeah. Rob Paulson. Yeah, like you know, yeah. it's either they they've either done a really good replica, yeah. or they've ported in the sounds, or they've got them to to revoice it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it's it's just like, and to your point, Ben, I I fired it up when I downloaded it last night, and I played a little bit through, and then I got. You know, Callum didn't want to play, but Robbie was like, "Yeah, let's give it a crack." And we cracked like five levels, and he was just nice. loving it. Yeah, and yeah, it was nice. just so much. He's like, "You get the pizza, Daddy. Yeah. You need the health." And you know, I didn't know you could uh, recharge them. So yeah, there you go. So yeah, so. One of the shoulder buttons, I think it is. Right. Yeah. There you go. So a lot of fun. Highly recommend it. I, I think I got it for like twenty-eight bucks on the PlayStation Four. Just downloaded. I think it's great value. I think there's about two and a half hours of gameplay the first time round. Yeah. And and it's sort of in, the one thing that's sort of different to the original arcades is it goes to that Mario Brothers style of top down after you complete a level and you can kind of drive your party wagon yeah, through like the, the streets. Overworld is the like overworld is the overworld. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, New York and you're driving the turtle van. Around. Yeah, yeah, so you can go back to levels and complete unlock missions yeah. and all this yeah. sort of thing. So it's 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 a really it's done with love. You Beautiful. can tell. Yeah. So that's it's, yeah, awesome. A lot of cool. fun. Last bit of news is Lightyear, the new Buzz Lightyear movie that's mm. getting some mixed reviews. I think it's confusing a lot of audience yeah. goers, mm. but the toys have hit and they've they've actually been around for a while. But um, I got hit up by Casey Hancock with was sort of you're going to talk about the toys and there's the action figures. I think Super Seven are doing some reaction, but there's sort of all the the sort of 
pretty mass market toys and there's different scale buzzes, big ones, action figures, all this sort of thing. But the thing that's got me that I'm, I think I just love the aesthetic of these figures. Who the, make, is this Mattel? It's Mattel, oh, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it's got a, a really massive release. Yes, it's sort yeah. of everywhere you go into yeah. the And toy all stores. different scales as well. I've mm. seen yeah, Zergen, so that sort of big four inches, like yep. the main action figure line, you can get all the different buzzers and all these, car, you know, there's a Taika Waititi character and, and there's, you know, buzz in his sort of overalls with socks and all that. There's, there's six of those sort of basic figures. But then, like you say, there's like a sort of 12-inch Zerg. Yeah, Zerg, and yeah. There's, there's figures that go in bigger planes. Yeah. in the Zerg everywhere. Yeah. Like he's just, yeah. In Lego. Those big sort of Lego Zerg. Titan-sized yep. class ones. Yep. Like, yeah. Yeah. But the one that got me was this: uh, these little vehicles called the Hyperspace Series, and they retail here for about 20 bucks um, Australian. But they're essentially these sort of very cool-looking spaceships that have a little figure that goes inside the cockpit. Think sort of Action Fleet by, yeah. um, was it Galoob that sort of did Action Fleet and then um, Micro Machine or whatever. But they're very cool. I think they're, they're great. I, I, if I wasn't sort of trying to really limit what I buy, I would have picked <laughs> yeah. up those ones yeah, in particular because yeah. they just really resonate. And I think being in like a Pixar Disney film, the designs of these ships, they're all like slightly different, but they do look very, very striking, I think, in their, in their design style. Yeah, sweet. Very cool. Nice. All right. We're going to round this episode out now with a review of the Creating G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero, Volume 7, by Dan Klingensmith. And this is part of his book series. So this obviously being volume seven, there's six other volumes that you can get, um, which is a comprehensive history of the creation of the G.I. Joe toy brand. Um, it's a soft cover book that ranges at about 72 pages and it contains a lot of information about the creation of the toy line. In this particular volume, it's about the vehicle design process and how they've gone through that, and a lot of photos and illustrations about how they go through and they go from conception through to finalized product. Mm, yep. So that's extremely cool to kind of get that history. And then it goes into all these beautiful like wow, images of the different concept art of the figures, like and and you know like who created it, um, a lot of sketches, what the final card art looked like, all the design process, you know the watchtower. There's Roadblock and like it's just such a cool piece of toy history to see how these things came about and a lot of that original art, probably art that we've just never seen before. Like I was just going through and some of my favourite characters were popping up and it was just so exciting to see the design process. So a lot of also photos of prototypes as they've been made and, you know, different different versions. Um, test shots. Yeah, test like shots. Yeah. Like it's just such a good history if you're a gi joe fan it's almost like a must-have it's like chronicling the history and obviously being such a big prominent toy line there was a lot of material produced for it yeah. right like a lot of concept sketches like there's outback yep. there's even like the prototype figure and wow. um, the prototype artwork and just look how good that artwork is yeah. um it's just beautiful and then kind of like what happened in terms of the box art there's the final illustration that went on the box art for him. So really cool piece of history. We'd love to give um, a big thanks to Dan for sending this yeah. through to us, um, which is just beautiful. Um, and like this is the first time I knew that this 
series existed. Yeah, yeah. well, he so. had it on Kickstarter, yep. and uh, he was uh, kickstarting number eight, and he reached out and said, "Hey, you, you know, do you mind if I send you a book and you have you do a little bit of a spotlight on it?" Mm. Uh, to which we have done, and uh, yeah, he sent number seven through. And it came beautifully packaged and things and um, came to me, which uh, thank you. And I forwarded on to uh, Trent, our, our um, you know, starting up G.I. Joe, uh, you know, entrepreneur. So, uh, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just getting into it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a can of worms, I can tell you. But it's fantastic. I'll, I'll just read a little bit from the, the blurb. The information shared within this book series comes from internal memos and exclusive interviews with former employees who worked on the G.I. Joe brand. So there is a lot like, you know, Ron Rudat and all those big, like Larry Harmer, all the heavy hitters, there's actual interviews. So I, I suspect, you know, Dan has either gone out and done those interviews himself. I think he's pretty well connected with oh, the Joe community be, yeah. from what you'd I can tell. Um, yeah. So it, it is like a piece of the history of the line from the, and it's authorised. Like this is a, a fully oh, authorised book okay. yeah, from yeah. what I can understand. So I'm now like wanting to hunt down the other six yeah, volumes because it's so yeah. it's so good. So I can't recommend it highly enough. If you can pick it up and you're a Joe fan, well worth the read. Yeah, and and, and I love this sort of stuff because if if it's not done now, yeah. and these um, creators pass away, it will ne- we'll never hear these stories. Yeah. We'll never, you know, that some of these uh, artwork and things may get lost in time. So, yep. um, you know, now is better than ever to get it done and yep. uh, locked away and you know released to the public uh, through Kickstarter and wherever else he may have uh, his other options. So, good luck finding the other yeah. volumes. Yes, Master yes, Trent. So it's, a, <laughs> it's probably a bit of a hunt now, but yeah. we're used to the hunters, toy collectors. Yeah. Um, that's it for this episode. Yep. Like, pretty exciting it times. Is. Lots of and things lots happening mm, on. Too yeah. much. Yeah. And keeping up the momentum of things happening, we're on TikTok. Oh, <laughs> no, well, this is a Chris Wisdom special, isn't oh, it? Yeah. He's been hounding us. Uh, Almost he has a, been. Tell us the Frank? story. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Chris Wisdom, our good friend in the US, has been uh, at us for a little while about this and we've been sort of resisting. You know, there's too many social media platforms out there. But then I had a good chat to, uh, I was guested on uh, an episode of Botched with a good friend, Phil Keating. Uh, that's still a little ways away before that sort of uh, debuts, but we'll talk about that later. But yeah, he was like, they gave me some, real world examples one of the guys he goes i've got half a dozen videos on tiktok and for whatever reason one of them just got viewed one and a half million times <laughs> i don't know why that's but bizarre. you talk about the, that the, the potential reach of that platform yeah, is, right. is crazy and even looking at some of the stuff davies uh, put up there you know it's a lot of there's just one or two of his videos that have spiked well, to half a million same, views. same with rob mccallum yeah, i was having a quick right? through and some of them at like for whatever reason bang that one is just took quadrupled off. the the numbers yeah, right. that some of his regular ones and 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 who knows why yeah. maybe the song maybe that hashtag maybe yeah. something right. was trending then or, yep. or you just don't know but okay. so we're very amateur. Like, I still don't <laughs> even know what I'm doing on there. I still like, oh, hell, I didn't select a song or whatever. Yeah. Looking at what, the, there's so much playlists and things. Yeah. And and I think we've just got to keep it tight. Like, you've mm. got to get it around the 30 seconds. If you go a minute, minute and a half, it yep. just gets pushed to so the back I of the think, line. I think you have options and when you create yeah. one. You've got to make a 30-second one or like a three-minute video. A minute like, or then a minute, one three minute, three minutes. Yeah. You're right. Okay, so yep. it, is, it is meant to be a short-form yes. YouTube, if you think of it that way. And, yeah, so we've just gone... I'm just going to pick this shelf. Here is my Supergirl shelf. Bang. Okay. Put a backing track to it. You can do effects and words and that sort of thing. So, 
Yeah, uh, we're learning. If a uh, good friend Scotty the Toy Hunter is also uh, he's big on TikTok. He shows off. He, he, I saw one of his unboxing of some Pokemon's cars, and he's pulled out like a super rare Charizard that he, you could see. He was like, "Oh my god, I'm shaking!" And, the, yeah. and that one lit up because people were like you never find that card. And right. He just pulled it out of a pack live live on TikTok. Oh so, wow! There you go. Yeah, I've I've ordered from eBay and I haven't got it yet, but it's all for, because of we're on TikTok. It's a little uh, mobile uh, rotating disc, so yep. I can put my figures on there and show a bit of oh, an all angles nice. and uh, crank it. So whether that works or not, um, you know, I'm giving it a try. Yeah. Gonna, and and it's all about that, you know, fast bang, ca- capture someone's attention Quick in 20 content, seconds yeah. and, and then um, move, keep scrolling, so to speak, scroll it. left or whatever they call it. So, yeah. Keep swiping. Yeah. Keep swiping. <laughs> Beautiful. Very good. All right. We're going to wrap this episode of Toy Power. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. And your company, as always, great to have you on board. And to all our patrons, thank you again for your support and chatter on the Discord. Always a fun time to be had there. Thanks, guys, for coming in for another episode. Stay well, stay safe, and we will see you around the toy aisles. And until next time. Good journey! You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us toypowerpodcast at gmail.com Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome.